You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Hey everyone, and welcome to another very interesting episode of Ask Drone You. As today, We try to give you the right formula, the right steps of how to be profitable over the winter time as so many clients want to showcase what's green and pretty. What happens when it's no longer green and pretty? (laughs) Indeed. Well said. Yeah, I'm one of the things I'm excited about about this show is that I just know there's a ton of people out there that this can help. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, winter affects at least half the country, not more. Yeah, true, true. And uh, if you're wondering, here in New Mexico, uh, we do get winter as well. We are high desert, uh, so that means high elevation desert, which means lots of changes in the weather. Think Flagstaff. Think beautiful. (laughs) Think Four Seasons. (laughs) Uh, Not the hotel. Anyway. No. (laughs) (laughs) uh, That said, uh, grateful to have you here as always. Do appreciate it. Do appreciate your reviews. And do appreciate everyone who is a Drone U member. Definitely appreciate that. Uh, today's question is all about Paul, Rob, what am I going to do in the winter? What kind of jobs am I going to do in the winter time? And for people who do not have recurring revenue-based drone jobs or they're not a part of a drone uh, or a business that has a primary service that's augmented by drones, this can kind of be a stressful thing. And so before we answered the question, we want to make sure that we had written out specific opportunities, a specific system to attack those opportunities, and uh, really trying to provide you know reasonable and actionable insight that will help you succeed. So I uh, really hope that this helps. And uh, would love a follow-up from our um, question asker. If you have a question, go to askdroneu.com. And because of today's question regarding recurring revenue jobs, did you know the props program has an entire, well, course program on solar inspections, one of the best recurring revenue jobs in the drone industry as a whole? If you haven't checked it out, you got to check it out. Just go to propsflightschool.com or props.thedroneu.com. .com. We'll give you some props. Props. <laughs> hey guys, my name is Christian. I love the show. Um, I have a drone business here in the Chicagoland area at bolivardrones.com. And I have a question for you guys. So I have a Phantom 4 Pro. And, uh, you know, it's the beginning of fall now. And winter is right around the corner. And my question is what, Paul, what would you do? What would be your main source of income here in the Midwest during the winter? I, I, I'm really having a hard time figuring out how I'm going to make it through the winter without roof inspections and real estate as my main source of income. So this is my first year with the drone business. I would love your help. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Christian. I uh, really do appreciate the question. And uh, like Paul said in the intro, we understand this is something that a lot of people are anxious about come this time of year and particularly up in the area where you are and, you know, just kind of the upper Midwest and all along the northern part of the country where it gets cold, the northeast. 
And uh, I think we have some ideas for him that that uh, hopefully can help him uh, feel a little bit more at ease. I would even just throw out there before you get started that I wouldn't give up on the two things that you mentioned of roof inspections and real estate. I mean, people are still selling homes and there might be ways that uh, that Christian can use his skills to help them even more in the winter. And I know you're not getting the same pretty uh, versions of whatever it is you're trying to help them sell, um, but they are still trying to sell stuff. And so there may still be opportunities there. But that said, he did say, Paul, what would you do to earn business? Well, yeah. And, uh, you know, this is an issue that uh, that I faced before I was uh, all in at Drone U. I felt, I've, I've felt this, the same... Uh, self-doubt. I felt the same uh, reluctance to be able to get a job, and uh, I felt the same struggle. And hearing his question, I think second or third time uh, now, I heard a baby in the background. Yeah, I heard that too. Because one of the things that we were wondering is it helps to know what your state in life is. Like, do you have a family? Do you have a young family? Are you single? Kind of where are you? And hearing the baby in the background kind of makes you think maybe he's got a young family, which would be even more stressful. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, and I know in the, in the main business course in membership, we talk about how, you know, when you're transitioning into the entrepreneurial world that you really should have about 18 months of income saved up to support yourself as you kind of go through those growing pains. And as you build, uh, essentially as my dad would call it a Rolodex, um, things we never use again. Uh, call it a digital Rolodex nowadays. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> um, but I wanted to come up not only with specific job opportunities, but kind of a system of attacking this to give very real actionable things. It also makes me think about, you know, I did that sales class in the spring of this year and uh, we talked heavily about your website and having that set up properly. So when people are searching for drone pilots in your area, you are essentially the first thing that comes up. And this is also uh, why I really get uh, flustered by some other competitors of DroneU because it seems like they're taking business away from pilots, uh, not necessarily other other flight schools in some of their SEO strategy. Um, but as pilots, we have an opportunity to overcome that. Uh, so here is our system to help our good friend uh, who is needing to build a robust business in the winter. Uh, by the way, before I get started, I will say Rob mentioned they're still selling real estate in the winter. Um, I think where you're going to find a lot of success is in the more uh, luxurious homes, the higher end uh, pricing, uh, essentially, of real estate, even some uh, some farms and ranches. Although I will say here in the Southwest, the ranches always seem to wait until the end of summer. It's so like fall or spring to shoot those ranches because they want to show how green it is. Mm hmm. So anyway, um, let's go over a system. Uh, let's say that he's trying to break into a new vertical of the drone industry, which I'm going to go into more detail later. But let's just give the example of construction. In order to get these jobs, he's got to have a couple of things in place. Okay, Number one, he's got to have practice completing a job. Okay. Now we've talked on the show many times about the loss leader strategy of gaining new clients, essentially going in, being very honest and transparent that you're a new drone pilot. You're trying to garnish data and media to prove the value of drone deliverables to a particular client. Okay. Let's say 
again, it's construction. So he's got to have the practice in completing a job. He can use the loss leader strategy that we talk about in the business course and we've talked about on the show in how to get those opportunities, especially with construction firms. Uh, you're looking for the project manager. You're looking for the project engineer. Um, that said, you've got to gather media of completing the job. So not just the media of the job itself, but media of you flying said job. So like a picture of you with the remote and the drone visible in the photo so you can put it on your website, okay? But you've got to take that media from the job and put it in a marketable format whether that's a PDF or a printable brochure. The reason that you have to do this as soon as possible is because let's say that you do meet someone in construction and they are avid about working with you and they uh, they want to garnish more information about how you perform work or the value that the work provides. This is why you've got to have a printable brochure, so brochures that are in print, but also a PDF that you can shoot off at any given time. Uh, now, I would, I, I would like to talk about a more advanced approach to that. Rob, if you could help me remind me at the end of this to talk about that. But I'm going to try to keep it simple right now because there is a very advanced methodology of utilizing brochures and printable assets to garnish data and information about potential clients to increase the propensity of conversions. Okay, let's get back to the system. Once you have that um, printable brochure and PDF, you need to ensure that you're publishing your company info in various places, right? Um, because these backlinks are going to help you with your website, and also it's going to help your name get out there. So we recently had, um, what's his name, Glenn LeBay on the show, and he was talking about his success with Skylink, which is a drone jobbing company I had never heard of before. So I think it's really important whether you see places like DroneBase, like Skylink, like Droners.io, if you see it as paid practice or not, I think it's really important to have a listing on all those all those services. I think it's very important. The next thing in our system is reaching out to potential clients. Whether you're joining um, industry associations that are doing luncheons once a month, whether you're getting your name out in the paper, the local paper about how you can help companies, etc. Whether you are attending networking events or whether you're just doing the hard work that's really not that hard, but we all make it seem much harder than it is. What am I talking about? Well, it's Rob's favorite thing to do in our company, cold calling. I don't even know what it is. Well, that's why I do it. <laughs> like, you got to make it into a game, okay? Like, I, 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 when I was early in sales, I was so skittish and skeptical of myself until I realized this one important lesson. No one is going to buy from you if you do not believe in yourself. So if you go into these cold calls with not a lot of confidence and you don't know the dollarized value of how you can help these companies, the chances of success are very, very low. Okay, very low. So when you are reaching out to potential clients, you can garnish data from Manta.com. You can garnish data from industry uh, publications and whatnot from LinkedIn. If you do not have the confidence to reach out to those people and say, let's just pretend Rob is a project manager. Uh, hey, Rob, uh, my name is Paul. Not and interested. 
Well, I'll make it quick for you today because honestly, I believe that this call could really make you look good, save you some money, and also help the community as a whole. And before I even ask your permission, I'm just going to go right into it because I know that if I can help you do your job more efficiently, save money, it's going to make you look good and increase your propensity of moving up the ladder. So can I have a few minutes? Three minutes. Really quick. I'm a drone pilot. I'm breaking in to construction progression reports. We're talking about aerial photos from the sky, aerial videos, you know, mapping. We can even do advanced things like hyperlapses so that you could use them in marketing. But also you could audit all your job sites to know in real time uh, exactly who did what, when, where, and how. And with this labor shortage going on, would you agree it's really important to keep construction jobs on time, knowing permanent record of installation, knowing you ordered three tons of aggregate. Did you actually receive three tons? If this type of auditable information helps other construction companies, I guarantee it would help you, which let me get right to it. I'm actually not asking for a job right now. What I'm asking for is an opportunity to go out and perform these progression jobs over the course of a few weeks on any given job that you want. I'll do it essentially for free, but it'll be the only one that I do for free. I want to make that clear. The reason I want to do this is because I need more data to prove the value of drones to ladies and gentlemen like yourself. So in the in response for the opportunity to have this, I will give you progression photos, videos, and a simple ortho to help you make better decisions in real time to keep your jobs on time. I know if you're late one day, it could cost upwards of a hundred grand depending on the size of the project, right? So if even if I help you stay on time, then I've helped you save some money, which is why I'm asking for your, uh, your business and the opportunity to prove that we can make a more efficient system, do so safely, and uh, maybe even, Rob, if you want to go fly, I can, uh, it can even go take you flying. What do you think? Sounds good, Rob. Great response. Thanks for being quiet. Appreciate you. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm thinking, you know what, the, the best way to, that was awesome. I mean, I think that's great, and so do that. But it seems like you might just end it with... Uh, so I was thinking I would get started next Tuesday. Very important sales tactic. Yes, you have to provide uh, the way out. The next step. The next step. And typically you want to provide multiple options, right? So could I do one of your jobs in a couple of weeks or would it be better to set up a meeting and I can give you kind of examples of how drones help and why it might actually really benefit your company, right? You can go either direction. Um, I like to go the direction of the meeting slash demo because as soon as I make someone feel the service and yeah. feel the value, they tend to be on board. Uh, because I think at the end of the day, um, as humans, we make decisions based off of how we feel, especially buying decisions, which is not really the best way to go about it. I'm not arguing that, but it's typically how we feel. So that said, once you get these opportunities to gather media to use to sell yourself and gather other jobs, you're also building a relationship with these new potential clients. But your success is also only as good as your ability to replicate or scale the efforts like the calls. And so that's why on his website, he's got to have that services page that's just very specific to the industries that he serves, showcasing the problems that he can solve and how he does it. Now, he 
really wants to backlink those pages in multiple places to increase the exposure, but he also has to have some sort of blog that he is adding to regularly because your SEO is really only as good as your consistency. So in the blog, you can talk about specific problems that drones solve, let's say in construction. Uh, let's say, uh, use my story of how we helped a construction company here in Albuquerque learn that they were being uh, screwed on literal aggre aggregate deliveries, right? Uh, they were getting, I, I forget the exact numbers right now, but they were ordering something like 17 truckloads of stuff and they only got uh, 15 or whatever and then learned that they were cutting off the top and they were losing a lot of money. Yeah. Okay, That's an article. And then you can link that article to your services page to discuss how you can help construction companies. You can then post that article on LinkedIn and then you can share it on LinkedIn so that you slowly build that network. And I will say, one of the hard truths of being an entrepreneur is it takes time yeah. to build relationships and to build your network. And the more that you realize that and the more often that you take steps all the time, consistent steps to build that network is really what's going to be the ultimate uh, driver of results. So that said, um, really the key here to help him is he's got to be going after jobs that are recurring revenue, construction, every month, every two weeks, every week. There's an opportunity to have regular drone jobs that help you pay the bills. You really only need four construction companies to work for, and you should have a very profitable drone business. Now, that said, what are other opportunities that could help him in the winter time? Construction doesn't stop in the winter. It keeps going, okay? Solar inspections is something, I don't know how much solar is going to be up in his area, okay? But learning from Glenn in Massachusetts how many arrays are up there, it's truly surprising. Really? Yeah. I would have felt that, I don't know, this just seems gray up there so much that, uh, anyways, but yeah. yeah, I would think Chicago area would be similar. But hey, Solar inspections are supporting Glenn's business. So hmm. I would really recommend solar inspections to our caller. Cell tower inspections are another one that are going to keep going no matter what. Um, volumetric work, so working with uh, quarries, mining companies, working with landfills, those volumetric opportunities are regular as well. Now, there are certain things that you can do in the wintertime, and this is kind of what I did uh, when I was getting started, is winter events and resorts. So you've got to be reaching out to marketing directors at all the local resorts, whether uh, it's snowboarding, tubing, snowshoeing. Uh, you know, there are opportunities to produce videos and photos for marketing for those companies. Think of like the drive-through light shows and setups that they have, you know, during Christmas time. That's an opportunity. There was one here in Albuquerque that I did years ago, if you remember that, yeah. with Red Shovel. Yep. So, um... There are opportunities and there are definitely opportunities and you might have to go a little further to look for them where in regards to winter resorts, ice fishing is probably a big one and getting involved with them. The, the, the hard truth is that your success is going to be dependent on how much work you put into cold calling, how much work you put into supporting that cold calling, right? So you make the, the cold calls, but do you have ancillary information, videos to show them, a demo reel, a brochure on how you can help? If you don't have that, your efforts aren't gonna go very far. So I really recommend that you have the infrastructure to really support that cold calling because uh, at the end of the day, it really, I mean, I, I was talking with 
Gavin about this when we were golfing a couple of weeks ago, Rob, about, you know, what was really your key to success, Gavin? And he's like, I made 5,000 phone calls my first year. Wow. And he's like, and I didn't land a lot of clients, but a lot of people respected how I was going about it. Mm -hmm. And they kept my phone number. And he's like, I have literally 10 years later gotten calls from that initial call log. <laughs> well, yeah. And I, have I told you the story of my friend Paul Jew's son? No. Because this is a story that I will tell my kids. I will tell anybody that will listen. It's not something that I did, though I wish I would have. It's something that Mark Cuban talks about early in his career, which is selling door to door. But Paul Jew, you know Paul. Mm -hmm. His yeah, he, he's a photographer here in town. Owns a photography business. Has for decades. He and his brother. But anyways, his son. Short version is went ironically to the Chicago area with a friend to go sell security systems. I believe door to door. And Paul would report to us. We see him on a weekly basis and periodically he'd report to some, we'd ask how your son's doing. It's brutal. He's getting his butt kicked. He's tired. He's sick of it. He wants to come home. He's stinking, hated it, but he didn't quit. And then he started getting closer and closer to selling enough, um, uh, according to the quota that he was supposed to meet, where he was approaching a pretty nice bonus. And so then that motivated him to stay. Jumping ahead, he ended up staying, stuck it out, sort of finished his uh, his tenure there. I think they do a lot of college kids and young kids, right? It's generally not going to be somebody that does it as a career. But he stayed, got his bonus, came home and said, I feel like I could sell anything now. He's like, girls, I'll ask them all to go on a date. He says he does not <laughs> – he doesn't care anymore because he went through that. He, I mean, I, I've got to imagine rejections 95%. I sold coupon books door to door. Did you? Yeah. Uh -huh. So you felt it. I've never done that. I mean, I sold mortgages, so I get it somewhat. And I've talked to realtors. Anyways, um, <laughs> no offense, Gavin. Sorry, Gavin. He says he <laughs> hates realtors too, by the way, even though he's a realtor. But <laughs> I think most of them do. Anyways, um, man, just you just got to do it. And I know we joke about me and how I don't like it, and I don't, but I had a mortgage company for several years, and so I did do it. And it's just part of the training that, frankly, if you have – I don't think it matters if you think you'll ever sell. <laughs> Life is full of selling. Well, you know, it kind of reminds me of all the kids in college that were going through drama programs and, mm. and film programs. And I remember talking to a lot of them like, why did you do this? Well, one, I love creative work. And two, I'll never have to sell anything in my life. Like I literally remember a few people saying that to me at UNM. And I was like, you're, you're high. Like you are literally high. Uh, because if you go to Broadway, right? You go to that, yeah. that thing. What's the first thing that they make you do? Sit in Times Square and sell shows. Literally the first thing that they do. Cause you've got to get, know that. Yeah. you got to get over that hump. And I mean, it kind of, I also, I think it's analogous to a lot of people say, Paul, how, how are you so eloquent in speaking sometimes? And I said, well, uh, about 1500 episodes of a podcast later, I'm pretty good. <laughs> so, but my point is it's practice Absolutely. and you, you have got to get past the self doubt with practice. You've got to gamify it to make it fun. You've got to understand ultimately it is a numbers game. You reach out to 10 people, you're going to get one. It's, it's, it is that simple. Maybe you don't get that average in the first 30 or 40, but in the first hundred, you'll see that I'm right. Um, it's all about your sample set. So that said, Rob, I couldn't agree uh, with you more that at the end of the day, you just have to get out there and do it. And the more that you do it, the easier it becomes. 
It's true. So I'm actually thinking of one of our students from the sales class, uh, Michael, who's in, I think he's in Switzerland. And, mm. uh, and, and this is just a good example, my friend. You have got to get out there and just do it. There, yeah. is, uh, there is no other opportunity. There is no other shortcut. You have just got to do it. Practice makes perfect. Yep. Or as Kay Anders Erickson said from the University of South Florida or Florida, uh, you have got to have that perfect practice model. So essential goals in your practice. But I really hope this helps him. Yeah. I would love to hear back from you. I would love to hear uh, uh, what you uh, what you decided to do, where you decided to go. Um, this does bring up a important thing. We just launched the Props Business Platform, which is all about redoing your entire website to essentially create scalable autonomous systems uh, for client navigation from start to finish. And I will say it will take you a lot of time to set this up, like maybe a month or two, okay? A lot of hard work. But it will make it so much easier to help clients, retain clients, set a higher standard of working with clients because at the end of the day, if clients like working with you, they're going to find a way to work with you. Uh, and if you have high communication, it's regular, it's consistent, your, your, uh, your clients know what to expect, having that quality and consistency alone is a selling point. Uh, so if you are looking on how to scale your business, seriously, Props Business, it's up. So check it out. You will not want to miss it. Uh, it's also members. You get a sweet discount for that. So make sure you check it out. But I mean, this automates the entire client navigation for any uh, drone business, creative or technical. Highly recommend it. It's unbelievably impactful. I, in fact, I still need to call Kara. So uh, that said, I think that's going to do it for our show today. So Yeah, thank you. I I. Hope that's helpful, but uh, we always welcome follow-up questions. So Yeah, and actually that reminds me, a uh, follow-up to my more advanced mm. strategy of the printable brochures and PDF. If you really want to get advanced, and I, I would recommend this in, uh, in parallel with the business course and what it teaches you for the automation stuff, but if you put a Google Pixel or a Facebook Pixel on the web page that you put your printable brochure or PDF, every single person who goes to that page, their data is essentially logged by the pixel. And then you can create what we call a lookalike list in Facebook or in Google or in YouTube. Essentially what happens is, let's say you got 20 people who clicked on that PDF. Google, Facebook, YouTube, they all do the same thing. What do we know about this user and the other websites they go to so that we can build a profile of the things that they're interested in? Then they take those interests and then say, okay, who else has those interests? Who else can we apply that to? So imagine you have a list of 20 people. You go into Facebook and you create a lookalike list. And now your opportunity of potential clients goes up by a magnitude of scale because Facebook says, okay, we're going to allow you to advertise to 5,000 people with the exact same interest as the people that you sent us. And that is how you really take advantage of learning more about your audience. When you get people who start looking at that PDF and that brochure that showcases interest, how do we classify those people? And then how do we find more people with the same classification? Facebook, YouTube, and Google make all of that a breeze. It's something that we talked about in our sales class uh, that we had this spring. And it is the true hack. 
I mean, it is the real, real hack. Um, this is why when you talk about Weber barbecue grills, hold on, Weber barbecue grills, <laughs> just say it in front of my phone, right? By the end of today, I will be seeing advertisements for Weber grills. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like whether, uh, I don't know what you guys believe as far as data privacy. I think data privacy is uh, really, really, really important. But at the end of the day, we are a consumer driven economy. And this is why this type of advertising uh, exists. It's because they know you're interested in it and they want to show you options uh, that fit those interests. So, and by the way, your, your example there of Weber grills, I mean, you could see something on charcoal. Yeah. Or picnic tables yeah. <laughs> because of the very thing you're describing. Or a solo stove. Or yeah. whatever. Which I bought one of those and I still get the damn ads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fully. I bought it already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, phone. <laughs> but anyway, I hope that really helps you, sir. I really, really do. Again, our purpose here is to help people. Uh, it's a fundamental principle-based mission because so many education institutions, especially in America, are all about just taking your money, taking your money, taking your money. They don't give you practical ways to apply the information that you've learned to you know, create a job or get a job. And this is why we built DroneU is to give you a leg up instead of charging you $60,000 like some universities who literally use our curriculum, it's $47 a month. And so I just want to say like, this is very purpose driven. This is very principle driven because we want to change the environment of education in this country. It's gone a little bit too far, a little over the rails, and we are here to make changes. And with your help, we can change it. Here, here. On that note. On that note, that's going to do it for us. Thanks again for listening to another episode of Ask Drone You. We believe that videos, images, words, and sounds have the absolute power to inform, inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision, confusion, and vanity, for they work against the community. We are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge. We are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, business owners, enthusiasts, experts, and apprentices. We are creators. We are the Drone Youth.